Zap on Denver Sports Station, 104.3 The Fan. All right, we just heard from Sean Payton. Man, I am getting fired up. The football season is upon us. We got our first preseason game this Friday night against the Arizona Cardinals. Um, And stuff's getting real. And the sample size out of practice is increasing, which creates a better evaluation. Um, And it's just, it's it's, it's a blast. And thank you guys for riding shotgun with us on a Monday. Um, We still have a bunch of stuff to get to from camp. Uh, We're later in the show, uh, in hour number three, we'll do Stokely's Star of the Day, who stuck out uh, to Stoke. Um, we're going to hear from Cecil Lammy here a little bit later in the show as well, what, what he saw at a practice. But we just heard from Sean Payton, and, man, there was uh, it felt like a lot to react to, including DMAC being told he can only ask one question. It took about 11 days for the new head football coach to hate DMAC. That was uh, classic. That it was, was great. It really was. It's like you, you, you already asked the question. You just you get, asked it. You, you get one. And he's kind of joking, but he's mostly not. No, he's not because he didn't let. He said, "He said that's that, that's your second question. You only get one." Yep. And that was it. Yep. So I don't know if he was really joking. I think it was like kind of presented as like you know because I heard some but media he folks laughing, but he's, right. he's being serious. That was it. D Mac didn't get to ask another question, so some people laughed about it because D Mac got put in check. Yes. Um, which you know, normally, you know, with all our other head coaches that we've had here since we've been doing radio, it's always been kind of Patrick Smythe, the head PR guy running the show. Yes. And saying last question. Yes. This is Sean Payton's show. If he wants to, if he likes a guy, the guy can ask him two questions. It's all good. He wouldn't say anything. But if you've kind of like, I've seen this little guy around before. Yeah. I don't like his face. I don't like his questions. (laughs) I don't don't like his questions. I don't like looking at his face. So if I get a chance (laughs) to call him out, I'm going to call him out. And that's what he did. So this is, by the way, if you're just joining us, this is what the exchange sounded like. Is that your second question? You only get one. Bam. <laughs> Bam. God Great almighty. job of cutting that up. Um, I My favorite part, probably, there's, there, there's a lot. Sean Payton keeps on subtly and not so subtly bringing up, um, you know, the play clock. And yes, the 15 yes, seconds and yes. all. It's different than if you have six seconds. Yes. He's talking about last year. He is. He's talking about, and he keeps doing it. Yes. Not, not like directly, but. Subliminally. Yes. And, and you know, through different ways. So. I agree. He, he's been doing that a lot, which, all right, cool. We'll see. We'll see what it looks like. He's uh, like the, the difference between a quarterback getting a line of scrimmage with 15 seconds on the clock as opposed to six. It's a big deal. It is. It is a big deal. Um. There was reports that, you know, that wasn't all Nathaniel Hackett, though. Yeah, right? you pointed that out last, it was last week or the week before, and you jogged my memory. You really did. And you want to know why I think it has to be jogged? Because so much of last year has been blamed on Hackett. Right. And you say it over and over and over again. I forgot about that report, yeah. that it was Russ and, and um, early in the season, him not being able to get the plays out in time. You ready? Maybe, maybe got some play calls wrong. Maybe right. called one from last year in Seattle. And then the next right. th- three weeks later, he had the wristband. That's on. where I was going. That's where I was going, right? Yes. So when you – if you want to – just go. Because you brought this up a couple weeks ago at Brothers Barbecue because you just jogged my memory again. 
Right. Because it was like, you know, it was hacking, hacking. You're like, ah. And I remember I looked at you and I did the wristband signals. Like, that was not on his wrist at the start of the season. Right. And, like, you can just use your brain and your imagination uh, and, and think that this, this, that was probably something that maybe the coaching staff wanted him to do earlier on. Right. And, like, hey, let's help you out here, Russ. And let's 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 use this wristband because now we can get things going a little bit quicker and the operation be a little bit smoother for you and everyone else. And like maybe that one person that you asked to do that is like, bro, what? No, I'm I don't need that. Look at these Lombardis on my shoes. <laughs> right? <laughs> I got this. You know, and, and maybe you have a perception of yeah. some quarterbacks yeah. that wear it and yeah. you just kinda that's, that's not who I am. I don't I don't need a wristband. Right. That's kind of where I deduce and where I go, how that thing probably play out. And then it becomes so much of a debacle that, you know, we're the laughing stock of the NFL and of just like leading off, you know, Sports Center with, you know, Broncos country counting down the play clock for the offense. So then all of a sudden you're like, dude, we, we got to do something. Like, no, 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 you need to wear the wristband. Then, then that guy's like, yeah, I'll, I'll wear the wristband. That's kind of how I see that whole thing playing out. So while Hackett was a disaster and he 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 does have to share a lot of this blame, it's not just on Hackett here, right? I, no I, way. I think that, you know, we look at Russ in this situation and he shares some of that blame also. Now, guess what? That was last year. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Hopefully we can get to play in with 15 seconds and Russ is at the line of scrimmage and we don't have to worry about that stuff. But to think that it was all Hackett. It's, it's that screwed up all of that stuff. It's that, so easy to say. Right. And if you're a fan, so, hey, we removed the common denominator of the disaster. Russ was great before. He was bad last year. We got Hackett out of here. He'll be great again. And I just, that is oversimplifying things. That is oversimplifying it. Um, so, okay, uh, we, we still have a ton to get I into. I got my favorite part of the whole thing. I have my favorite part, too. I bet it's the same. Well, we'll Look see. Look at me in my eye. Well, we'll see. We'll see. Coming up next. Denver Sports. We got Cecil Lammy live in studio. We were reacting to Sean Payton. Lot to still cover here. Uh, admittedly, I forgot what we teased into. Um, why are you looking at me? Because I'm hoping you could pick me up here. Yeah, no, um, uh, no. Okay. Um, we have a ton to get to. Okay. Oh, oh, oh. What was your favorite part of the Sean Payton press conference? Yes. Yes, of course. That was it. Oh, how that could, one's easy. How could you not remember that? That one's easy. Well, what was your favorite part? When he shut down DMAC. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was okay. all of our favorites. <laughs> yeah, we covered that. That was the yeah. first thing we covered. Yeah. Um, and he did, he told DMAC, uh, is, is this your second question? Yeah. You only get one. <laughs> that is, is that your second question? You only get one. Bam. <laughs> oh, and no. that was it. Shut it down, D. Oh, Shut him down. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. What um, did D-Mac do? Were you, oh, were you out there for that? Oh, yeah. yeah. What Did, did he kind of just he get lower than he already is? back down. Yeah. And yeah. He, 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 down he was hiding there. his Gilligan hat. Mace was hiding his Gilligan hat, too. I was like, what's up? As soon as the press conference is done, Mace puts his Gilligan hat on. I was like, oh. You take that off because coach called you out? So that was my favorite part. The sideline decor in preseason, uh, decorum in preseason games. He's like, I don't want guys taking their jerseys off. I don't want their sunglasses on, their Gilligan hats, doing interview. Uh, interviews. I don't want to see interviews um, 
uh, during the game. And I think of seasons past when we got guys dropping to a knee and asking their fiance to marry them. We got guys eating meals, doing interviews with the Gilligan. I mean, that to me was, again, addressing the past a little bit, but also laying down the law. And this is what this organization needs right now. And that was also my biggest takeaway and my biggest bravo, bravo. Um, you know, like, I, I love the hiring of Sean Payton for these reasons. I love watching practice. They're getting after it, right? Um, yeah, like, this is what I've been screaming about for years. Like, we need a grown-up, yep. um, um, you know, manning the ship here, right? That's what we need. We need someone that knows what they're doing. And this thing in trial by error, and that's, obviously, that's what we got. Like, yes. no, this is how we're doing it. That, that stuff, no, come on. Like, where a new coach is just like, oh, okay, they want to do that. Yeah, that's fine. Well, I'll let them do some interviews. No, 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 no. Not, not anymore. And, and for me, it gets even more deeper than that. Because in that same response, he's like, on Thursday, we're going to have a whole day of, like, where you're supposed to be on the sideline. And just attend. We've had to ask coaches where they're going to stand on the sideline. And they don't know because they've never done it before. And that's how buttoned up that this operation is becoming, see. Experience. That's what you've got with Sean Payton. And I love it, too, Stoke, because we get to see football again. And he commented on it when he's talking about Taylor Grimes, who was a daily star, by the way. No doubt. A daily star. He carried that over from minicamp and OTAs. But he was just talking about how, hey, it's just, can you play or can you not play? Right. That's what this is about. This is about football. This isn't about, hey, take a, you know, I'm a dancer. And uh, how are you doing, Russ? How's Sierra, Russ? Like, being weird. Like, it's not, all that stuff's gone. So it's just about football. Who can play? It doesn't. He even said it's kind of difficult at times to take a, out of your mind where you drafted them. You got to see what they're doing on the field. They said, trust your eyes. Trust your eyes. And that's what's so great because. These young men are taking to that because they know I don't know. I'm an undrafted guy. I'm from Incarnate Word. Yep. Okay. Anybody know where that is? Texas. Texas. But anyway, still, like, a guy from Incarnate <laughs> Word might make this team, might play significant snaps for this team as a slot you receiver. We talked about him uh, before camp started uh, to us as one of the guys. Yeah, I wrote to it watch. up at uh, DenverSports.com. Yes. So Taylor like Grimes, three Jaleel guys McLaughlin. to watch. It was Christopher Allen, yes. Jaleel McLaughlin, and, and Taylor Grimes. Taylor Grimes. Right. And the only one that's not doing anything is Christopher Allen, except getting a little scrum today, a little fight today. How, what did that? Because um, we mentioned that earlier. Yeah, what yeah. did that look like? Uh, just. Uh, 66, then fake Dalton Reiser, he fell down. Sorry, Bird. It's, I think fake it's Henry Bird. Oh, I think it's Henry on. Bird. I, I just yeah, I don't want to get it right. It was Henry Bird. He, he gets, you know, like tossed to the ground. Allen's been having a bad camp, so, you know, there's some frustration mounting, but you feel the pressure. Like, you got to play. This isn't about draft status. Montreal Washington was handed the flip a job last year, okay? As the guy who complains about Washington every time he's on air, like, he was just, here you go, rookie from Sanford. Like, you are earning it. So if Montreal Washington makes his team, and that's still an if, he earned it. You know what? And I respect that, man. I respect the hell out of these guys for putting in the work. So there was no Jose Ramirez, Tim Anderson, haymakers being thrown? <laughs> Down goes Anderson. Down goes <laughs> Anderson. Are they going to say Jake Paul and whatever the other guy? Nate Diaz. Oh, Diaz. Uh, Diaz yeah. Nate Diaz got tuned up, man. Yeah. yeah. He's old, man. He is. Uh, a YouTuber. He looked yeah. out of it. He, that, that dude, look, Jake Paul, yeah, he's a YouTuber, but... He, like Dude. Zach and I were talking, he puts a lot of work. That, and you Clearly. see his brother and, yeah. and doing the wrestling thing, yeah. like backflips, and like these guys are athletes. <laughs> they are. They put are. a lot into their profession. So um, you know, I mean, Nate Diaz can 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 throw some hands, and he can. So now, if it was a real fight, he'd have him on the ground in a well, second, yes. choking his ass right. out. But yes. but 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 to, like 
He throws like you watch Nate Diaz fight Conor McGregor, like or Conor McGregor, Conor McGregor. Few years, like he's got hands too. So yeah, he got tuned up, man. I would not want to fight Jake Paul. Yeah, I would so not nothing, nothing like that. No pay per view on the field today, but it's just a little, little dust up between guys who are feeling it, man. These are third, fourth string guys that know that. Hey, if I don't start producing, I'm not going to be here. Yeah. What, what's going on with Justin Simmons? Uh, a little bit of a groin thing is what Coach said. They're going to be safe with him. He wouldn't comment. That was D-Max follow-up. Yep. And if he's yep. going to play Friday, it, Friday doesn't matter, okay? It's more the third preseason game or, hell, even the regular season. Like, if we're getting to week one of the regular season and we're a little iffy about Justin Simmons, I'll throw my caution flag up. Right now, eh, whatever. But everything does look different without Justin Simmons out there. And Russell Wilson performs better. Shockingly, without Justin, so we're not seeing those daily Justin Simmons picks. Yeah, yeah, no pick today, right? No I, picks. I, I had to leave a little bit early. He was uh, not perfect in the in the seven on seven. I don't know what I can say, what I can't say, but like, yeah. So you know, there were some drops early on. I'll just go for it. Like there were some drops early on. Jerry Judy had two real bad drops, real bad drops, and okay, that got cleaned up at the end in team drills. There was a rocket pass. Russell Wilson to Jerry Judy and went for a touchdown. And uh, one of the camera people looked at me, and they're like, we need more of that. I was like, yeah, exactly. But it was a great decision by Russ. He was on time. His hitch was correct. His feet were correct. Fired it into Jerry Judy with Sertan on him. Made the score. So, yeah, you know, uh, this morning it was like uh, you come back on a Monday, you know, after three days. They only had one day. But it's training camp, Stoke. It feels like, it's, you know, you get one day off, it feels like a week. Right. But they yes. came back, and they're a little rusty, right? Well, we all saw it. A little rusty. Uh, Did Paul fart Conor McGregor? No, uh, Nate Diaz. Diaz. Diaz did. Yeah. Oh, you said Connor. Mc, yeah, Nate McGovern. D- and no, Nate, Nate Diaz had a legendary fight with Connor McGregor oh, okay, about got six you. years yes, ago, where yes, they're both yes. standing up and just trading haymakers. So he's yeah. got hands. Yes. Yes. I thought you're. T- yes, you had me confused. Okay. There. Yeah. yeah I'm like, gosh, they. Fought. It was the Connor McGovern thing. Yes. Probably my yes. favorite <laughs> fight of all time. It will hook me to UFC. That fight was insane. So. Um, See, so you, did you feel better? Like, do you, do you feel better after today's practice offense? I mean, you've pretty much, I think, been optimistic about yeah. Russ and this offense. Yeah. And, um, and we've had you on pretty much every day, and we've kind of gone back and forth a little bit. But I think you would agree with our assessment that the offense has been lackluster. Are you feeling better after Saturday's practice and then after today's practice? Yes. Do you think it's heading more in the right direction? What What are your thoughts I was there? disappointed by how they started slow when we were all watching together, and it was like just a bunch of hiccups and speed bumps and drop passes and all that. As it went on, you saw more sharpness. And I give him credit. The defense is usually ahead of him, but the offense has some fight. There's only a few players that show that fight. Uh, but when they go to them, when they go to a Cortland Sutton, when they go to a Brandon Johnson – Brandon Johnson, everybody, get to know the name by the jersey now. Brandon Johnson by the jersey by the, by jersey. the jersey by the I don't jersey. Know if I'm ready to make that kind you of wanna, investment. You so like, be... I love the name. He does look good out there. I'll back you up. Right. Um, it was a guy um, that uh, you know. He flashed a little bit last year. He did a lot yeah, last did. year, and he had that injury, mm-hmm. and and then so they they I think they cut him, and then they brought him back, kind of situation. Then he right. played. Um, I don't know if I'm ready to invest in the jersey. Well, though, here's that the might thing. be a little, uh, bad. over bounce. Yeah, okay, so. a little out of bounds. Uh, yeah. Here's the here's the one thing. Big investment, see? I mean, that's a buck twenty five. Well, buck 50, I got be. that buddy at the shop. It gets ah, like twenty five bucks. Ah, What's up, Jake? Shout out, Jake. Right, right. That bootleg one. I see this as like, and here's the God's honest truth. And unfortunately, I have to wrap it up this way in this conversation. Is like, 
Yeah, it was their best day Saturday, and it was still, like, pretty average. Yeah. Pretty I, average. I think you're being fair there. Yeah. I, you but know. that's okay. Look, at least it's getting better. Right. Right? So maybe it's baby steps, yeah. but that's good. Just just, just show me some improvement. Get mm-hmm. better uh, every every single day, hopefully. And, and I mean, that's that's all we can, I think, ask for. Cease, appreciate you being here. We'll Thanks look for your practice guys. report uh, later today, right? Yep. DenverSports.com. Okay, uh, great stuff, Cease Lammy. Uh, as always, bridging the, the, the gap to the very end of practice uh, here with us on Stokely and Zach. There was something that Sean Payton said in his post-practice press conference that raised both of our eyebrows. We'll go over it coming up next. You're listening to Stokely and Zach on Denver Sports Station, 104.3 The Fan. It's still not my favorite, but it's grown on me since I, you know, about a month ago. I'm like, I just can't. I just, for whatever reason, I have a disconnect with it. Still, it's not like it's not in about a month. You're going to be bumping it on Friday night dance night <laughs> throughout your house. Uh, I've thawed out to it. That's for sure. Yeah. Uh, our analysis of training camp 2020, first preseason game of the Denver Broncos, Friday night, eight o'clock at the Arizona Cardinals. Said so how many series? One. You asked me one, one, one series, maybe two if you're like three and out. And so, then I said. I, I said, yeah, I, I probably think it's going to be one, but it could be two. And then I said, remember what else? I said, this is Sean Payton, though. Right. It could be three. Like, we don't know what his mindset is coming into this thing, right? Probably just see it one to two. You know, that's probably it. But Sean Payton Sean right Payton. now is doing his thing, and he wants it to be so much different. He is viewing this thing differently. So it could be three. Remember that? That was within the hour of Sean Payton stepping up to the microphone and saying he is going to play the starters maybe 15 plays, and then he went on to say maybe 17, 18. Like, wait, what? Wow, that's that's um, that's a lot of plays. You know, you figure, what, seven, eight, nine, ten plays, something like that, yeah. you know, yeah. the first preseason game. But this just tells you his approach to training camp and everything. Um, about how much work they have to get done. Because I don't think this is his approach going to be his approach like every year. Probably I don't think not. this was his approach every every year down in, in New Orleans. But like we've talked about, man, everything every year is a one-off. It's, it's different. you got to view it differently. And this team needs to work. It's a new offense. It's a new defense. you got to get out there and do it. So when you play the first game of the season, you're ready to go. Yeah. It doesn't even matter if it's the Raiders. You still got to be ready to go to a little degree mm-hmm. to beat them, right? Yep. yep. I mean, you don't have to be firing on all cylinders. <laughs> you just need to be firing on like two and a half cylinders, right? Uh, but I don't want to be. If we're firing on one cylinder, the Raiders could luck up in the end and, and get a W. So we just need you firing on two and a half cylinders, and we'll get that W for sure. But this is how you do it. Yeah. Right. I mean. Could an injury happen on Friday night? Of course. Could an injury happen at practice? Of course. Could an injury happen, you know, um, jumping up for a ball or, or, you know, whatever the case may be? Yes. 
And so that's just part of it. But you got to get ready to play football. And and that's what Sean Payton's doing. And, and I love that. 15, 17, 18 plays. That is, um, that could be four series. Could be. Four Which is almost times, unheard of. You know, four. Would be so 16. Right. Right. So there you go. If it's four plays per. Yeah. Or if you have one that goes, you know, seven, then you go three and out, three and out. Now you're just at 13. You could get up to, uh, obviously, four series. Um, I think it's probably be more like three series. But, like, if you're struggling and it's three and out, three and out, He's then pissed. one first down and, and a fumble. Oh, yeah. It's like, all right. All right, we might play the whole first half here, boys. Oh Let's go. Gosh. Buckle up. Uh, if you're um, if you're Russell Wilson, I think. Well, let me ask you: If do do you think Russ wants to play? I do. I do. Me too. I do. And if I, you remember, last summer he asked Hackett. That's right. If the starters could play, I didn't know if that was like uh, you know Russ, you know, like ah, uh, you know, just telling us that. Um, that. You know what? Hey, I want to play, but you know, I asked him to. When you know you're not gonna, yeah, right, right. So you can right. t- so you can say that. Like you know, I wanted you- to play. I have the fervor to play. Right. I want to go. I, I asked him. I, yeah. I wanted him to change. I want to play. But he wants to protect us. He right. do, would, wouldn't allow it. And but I respect that decision. I love football. I want to play. Right. Just kind of that. That's kind of way I almost viewed that. Could he view it this year? Of like, we have to get this right before week one. Well, I just think that. Um, and I, I'm 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 probably maybe reading it a little bit wrong with Russ there last year. I don't I don't want to be negative, to, but that's kind of how how I thought. There. Okay, okay. Um, I, I think I think this year um, everyone realizes on this football team, and especially the offensive guys, especially Russ, that man we gotta get, we gotta we, we gotta get some work done. Right, we need to do some work, and preseasons are a big part of that. Where sometimes you're just kind of looking around like. Like, no one really wants, who wants, why do you want to play preseason games? Like, I don't want to play preseason games. That's stupid. Does it count? Nope. Does it matter? Nope. Uh, uh, doesn't count, but I think it matters. Does, are you getting paid? No. I mean, right. Are you getting those big game checks? It's waiting for you to get there. Yeah, right? No, you're, no not. you're not. And you could impact those big game checks. Right. And um, or is there a chance to get injured to, to affect the rest of your football career? thousand percent. Why would you want to play in preseason games? If you, like a quarterback, the likelihood of a quarterback getting hurt are a lot slimmer than right. other positions, right. certainly. You know, we don't want to see Russ taking hits. He's not going to take any hits. He's, uh, things like when he scrambles. And hopefully that the line does a decent job. So the likelihood of a quarterback getting hurt, it can happen, of course, is less than a receiver, you know, making a cut and tearing his Achilles or tearing his ACL. That stuff can happen because, you know, it's full speed stuff. You're going up for balls, and next thing you know, you come down, you hit the back of your head, concussion. I so, like, no, I don't want to play in a preseason game. That's that's ridiculous. But like in, in this situation with this offense, I think um, you know the the message is there, and, and guys will be more receptive to it than than normal. Well, uh, we'll see how it all plays out. I mean, we don't have to wait too much longer. Friday night is when it's going to go down. What do you what do you think? Uh, how many how many series? Just guessing right now that we'll we'll see him. Just based on the number that he yeah. gave, I'd say three. I'd say one series you earn the first down. You probably get eight plays in there. One series is going to be a three and out. Now you're up to eleven. One more series as a capper, regardless how it finishes, three and out or a touchdown. I think that's how it goes. I don't think you see the starting offense sent out for a fourth series. Yeah, I, th- I think I agree with you because there has to be. 
a little bit of caution. Yeah. You know, he's not going to say, even if they take him off by, you know, if they're not performing well or whatever the case may be, you still have to have the big picture in mind. Yes. It's not like, well, I'm playing them into the third quarter here. Right. Right. Uh, like that's an old school approach. I, I think you still have a little bit of, of um, you know, big picture view here yep. with, with this football team if it, if it's not going well. So probably three series, I think. Um, and if you're just joining you us, they, Sean Payton said he's going to play the starters 15 to 18 plays. Do you think, um, and we'll get into this on Friday, but it's fun right now. Do you think they score? Touchdown in three series. Yes. Because I think Arizona is horrible. And they're supposed to be horrible. And some of the stuff that's coming out of their training camp is horrible. So so now you saying that, then what happens if they don't? What happens if Broncos offense looks bad? It How was, do you view it? How do you view them now? Because you're pretty much saying Arizona stinks and their defense stinks and we you know we should score a touchdown. It would be an elevated level of concern. Okay. Because I'm already concerned. Sure. It would just, you know, when I ask you one out of ten, it would go up a notch. You know, from a five to a six, or depending on how bad it looked. I mean, if Russ is out there throwing a pick six to, you know, whoever, Buda Baker or whoever. Isaiah Simmons. Yeah, there you go. It's like, huh. So, we'll see. Um, I'm going to ask you the same question here in a moment. So You are. Uh, Taking my stuff and, and flipping it back. That's right. Uno reverse. That's right. Uno to hit that, that reverse card. <laughs> Get your phone out. We're going to give something away. It's time for our Shout sm- out Carson. smash burger. Uh, was hanging out with Carson over the weekend. He's freaking hysterical. Uh, it's time for our smash burger. Smashed it. Play of the week. 2-2 two, two on Matt. Oh, and that ball is lathered to right. Take a good look. You won't see it for long. Number 19 for All right, good for Rye Mack. Uh, over the weekend, as bad as the Rockies are, mm-hmm. they still found a way to take two or three. From who? Against Nolan Arnato and the oh, St. Louis Cardinals. Oh, oh <laughs> no way. How, how, how's Nolan doing uh, over there in St. Louis? How the Cardinals doing? Here's how they're doing. Keep your head up, baby, like your nose bleeding. They are bad. <laughs> They are bad. They're not much better than the Rockies. Just right. maybe, you know. Rockies won two out of three? Yeah. Barn burner yesterday won nothing. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. All right. Um, I think the first game they won, uh, the last out of the game was Nolan striking out. Oh, I was think. it? Okay. I'm not keeping tabs on him, but I just yeah. you know, I just think. Yeah. yeah. Uh, phone, get your phone out. Uh, the caller number four right now is going to win a $50 gift card to Smashburger. We love Smashburger. We love the Smashed It Play of the Week. Uh, love the Denver roots that Smashburger has. Love their culinary process. They uh, make your food to order. Uh, they don't start cooking until you order. And that's a departure from a, a lot of people who try to do what Smashburger does. Uh, caller number four right now, 303-713-1043. You can get hooked up on a Monday. Monday, uh, more reaction from what we learned after the Denver Broncos practice as it relates to the depth chart. Details next. It's Stokely and Zach on Denver Sports Station, 104.3 The Fan. All right, we heard Sean Payton talk after practice in uh, what was really as far as post-practice press conferences go from a football coach. Uh, I thought wildly entertaining on like multiple different uh, levels from shutting down DMACC to can we hear that again, uh, Kisner? Pull it up here in a second. Yep, that belongs on the iPad, really. Um, But him shutting down DMACC saying 
just one question. Is that your second question? You only get one. <laughs> and that was it. And then he moved on to someone else. He did. He did. Kind of calling out, like, the ways of the past. And I don't know how intentional that part was. Or maybe he was addressing stuff that he has seen on his own. Or maybe was told to him that has happened in years past here. Of, like, hey, like, we're going to, on Thursday, we're going to meet. And we're going to go over how we're going to act on the sideline. Like, when you're done playing, I want your jersey off. I don't want your sunglasses on. I don't want your Gilligan hat. I don't want you doing interviews. Like, and I was like, oh, man, that's hitting home here in Denver. Yeah. I mean, we've we've talked a lot about it. And and I've been in different places, right, where it's been different philosophies. And um, certainly you can, you know, you can if you take your pads off and have a hat on. That doesn't mean you're not going to win football games. You know, Von Miller. Like, okay, he's not playing. Uh, so, uh, but everyone has different rules and different thoughts. And I think when it's been getting so bad, you got to go to the extreme the other way. Yep. Right. And I remember Brian Billick the year, it was a year after we won the Super Bowl. He wanted us to keep our pads on um, during the preseason game. And a lot of guys took them off. And he, he, he just ripped us, just totally ripped us. Um, and, you know, you have different view of it. Like, I, like I, I've been on different levels where I've been playing in the fourth quarter, mm-hmm. right? You know, grinding it out and, and where I've just been, you know, in tennis shoes looking for a hot dog, right, at halftime. Um, and, and so it's, it's been different. But the one thing is you've you're, you got to be engaged for your teammates. Exactly. Those guys that are grinding it out, they have a lot on the line. And so if you're goofing off on the sideline, not paying attention, um, you know, that's a bad look. So I think that's the biggest thing for, for a lot of guys. But some coaches, like you're trying to change the culture here. So guess what? Hey, guys. We're not going to be taking our pads off. We're not going to be in the bucket hats. We're not going to be doing those stupid interviews on the sidelines, right? Um, so I think that's um, I think that's great. I think that's great. Like we're not going to be proposing to our girlfriends. You know that that's during the middle of the game or whenever that was. Was it during the game? It was during the second half of a preseason game. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was, it was I mean, Metalik Watson. Yeah, we're not going to be doing that stuff. Yep. So uh, this stuff is important. And we're gonna we're gonna act like professionals here, and we're gonna support our teammates. Right. It's disrespectful to your teammates that's trying to earn a job, that's out there busting his butt just like you are, and the most most of the time, you know, is um, you know servicing you. Yeah. By doing scout team stuff right. and trying to help you out. Right. So now's your time to show a little respect to those guys and those players. So I love, I love, love, love that approach. Our analysis of training camp 2023 is presented by ROX Rocks Heating and Air Stoke. Zach, I got to ask you though, real quick. Sure. Do you think that was something that Sean Payton asked? You know, maybe the PR staff and some other. Like, how was this stuff handled? What was going on on the sidelines? Do y'all do interviews? Like, is that asked, or is he just say, "Hey, no interviews, no this, no that, no this"? Um, I think my, my gut would say that he has enough NFL experience to know that that kind of stuff happens and that that kind of stuff maybe pissed Bill Parcells off once, you know, once upon a time and that sort of just, uh, I, I don't, I, if I had to guess, and obviously there's no way of me knowing, I don't think he was like, hey, uh, Patrick Smythe, hey, uh, uh, how have the Broncos acted on the sidelines in years past? But it's Sean Payton. So maybe he did. What does your gut tell you? <sighs> He probably just has a philosophy overall, I think, you know, was is is what my gut would tell me of how he wants things handled, but I don't I don't know how he's how he did it in New Orleans. Maybe he got a little bit um 
more lenient in, in his expectations as, as he progressed? You know, through that tenure with a guy like Drew Brees, you got a veteran football team, and maybe you handle it a little bit differently than you did early on. Um, and then you get here and you're like, no, I got to go back to my early on days right. with New Orleans. Right. right. I don't know. Maybe he he handled it the same in New Orleans the whole time. I, I, I don't know. Uh, but certainly I think when you get here and you're trying to establish a culture, maybe you're asking like, hey, what has happened also here? Because yeah. th- th- this is my philosophy. And, you know, when it comes to the pads staying on and, you know, not having flip flops on and things like that. And, um, you know, that's. I think that's league-wide. Sure. So that's not yeah, anything right, that would surprise right. him. Interview thing, you know, may, maybe that came up in New Orleans. He's like, no, I don't want to do that. So he's just stopping that altogether. Those types of things he's probably had experiences with. And yeah. so he probably came here with a plan. It's like, I want this thing buttoned up. But certainly, like, the approach, that, that's always been there from coaches in preseason games because, look, these guys are playing 15 snaps, right? Right around 15 snaps, the first group. That's right. And then they're done. So then they're done. So yep. guess what happens? You go in there at halftime, a lot of guys taking off the pads, just putting the jersey on. You know, now they're putting tennis shoes on. Well, you're talking to the equipment guy. Where are the hot dogs at? Mm-hmm. I'm hungry. Mm-hmm. You know, where, where like snacks. You know, yeah. they got to. Yeah. You know, so, like, you're trying to get some food. Like, eh, that's just what you do. Um, so he's had experiences with all of that. Um, and, and and so he has a, he, I guess he has a, uh, a way that he wants to handle it and, and, and deal with it, certainly, because – that's just the way NFL guys are. Like, would you, would you want to keep your shoulder pads on for the whole second half if you don't have to? Absolutely not. You know, you're not playing, right? Would, would I rather just put tennis shoes on than my cleats or whatever? It's just right. little things yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, and but he doesn't doesn't sound like he wants any of that to happen. Not right now. Not right now. But I could see a scenario where in future years, with some success, hey, I know I've said in years past. Keep your pads on. Hey, if you're a starter for the Denver Broncos and you want to take off your pads at halftime, you can do that. But wow. right now, it's like, man. It's, you love uh, it? I, you like I, it? I love it in bold, all caps, because it's the little stuff. Vic Fangio talked about death by inches and then proceeded to die by them. Right. These are the inches. Yeah. These might be the, 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 the millimeters that make up an inch, and, and those millimeters matter to Sean Payton. So uh, I love it. Um, you know, and it is too. The other huge um, benefit of this thing is, um, and, and he talked about like when you, like all of a sudden, do we have anyone coming on? Uh, oh, we got a big sweep right here. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah okay, we're good. Perfect. Yeah. Okay, perfect. So then I, I'll just could go KKFN, KKFN HD One, Longmont, Denver.